Welcome back, you guys. All right. It is 2024, and I am, I don't know about you, but I am so fucking excited for this year, for this season, and for me, it feels like something that I haven't yet experienced, which I feel like by the time you're 41, like, we've experienced most things, right? In terms of like, yeah, I can do it, and then we don't. over and over and over again. You want to lose the weight. You want to make the money. You want to put the money in savings. You want to pay off the debt. Whatever the fuck it is. But this year, I was I was literally just on the phone with the beautiful Kristen Toscano, who was on last week's episode. And I was saying to her, this year feels different. Like, this is the first time, seven years in business, you guys, this is the first time I have set financial goals that go beyond surviving, that go well into thriving, and that I actually like feel it in my bones, like that's what I fucking want, like because I fucking deserve it. So it's interesting. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind for a little bit here. And most of you guys know, and if you don't know, now you will. My career started in fitness. I was in fitness for 12 12-ish years. And I had worked for a small boutique. I then worked like on my own church basements, uh, playgrounds, that kind of thing. And then I actually opened my own fitness studio that was a couple years before COVID hit. And Body image had always been the thing I've coached on. So body image has been a founding, foundational pillar of mine for years and years and years and years. The fact that you can say, I want to lose the weight. You can lose the weight. You can still fucking hate yourself. That is the truth. Losing the weight will not change how you actually feel about yourself. It might for like a hot a hot second and then you're going to go right back because if you haven't done the mindset work, your body image has nothing to do with your actual body. So that has been a founding pillar of mine for years. Then what happened? COVID came. And when COVID came, I had to close down the gym. I started doing an online coaching section that was really all about body image and what I learned was the coolest things in the world was that body image ripples into the rest of our life. And the main pieces I pulled together was that if you don't have a good body image, you don't believe you're worthy. And if you don't believe you're worthy, there's no fucking way you have boundaries. Okay. That is how my, that is how my pillars came to be. And I have found so much success in coaching these pillars. But in 2023, I realized that we were missing a pillar. We were missing a pillar for after this happened that was still holding us back from our authenticity. Okay? And that was our sexual exploration. And the reason I put it at the end is because I don't necessarily want or believe that anybody should be out 
looking for that until after they recognize their worth and they have their boundaries in place. I think those are two very, very, very key points that you need to be secure with yourself in before you go looking for your sexual exploration, okay? But here's the thing. I don't even know if I set out last year to fi- to find sexual exploration. I found out I set out last year to figure out who the fuck I was, what it is I want in this world, what is my life that I want to look like, what am I trying to build, what kind of mom do I want to be, who the fuck am I? Because if we're being totally honest, there was a period long before I got married where I was probably the closest I had ever been to figuring out who I was. But then I bought into the pressure from society that I needed to be married. And not only did I need to be married, but I needed to be so before I was 30. Now I would like to take a sledgehammer to my my skull because what the fuck? But that's what I bought into. I couldn't be successful if I wasn't married before 30. So I settled. I didn't, I don't know if I knew I was settling at the time. I'll be, I'll be honest on that. I'm not sure if I knew that, but the reality is I settled. And so where does that leave me? 11 years post-marriage, almost four years post-divorce. Where does that put me? Puts me in a really weird place. And so I spent all of last year really focusing on figuring out who I was. And a really big part of that was really looking at who was in my life, the people I was interacting with. Were they the people I actually wanted in my life? Hmm. what was their advice actually worth to me? What was their motives behind the shit that they said to me? Their words said they supported me, but did their action back, did their energy and action back their words? (laughs) Wow. I was a slow learner in this one, guys. I hope above all hope that you are not as slow at this as I was. But at the end of 2023, I officially broke off ties with people who've been in my life longer than anyone else. Family, siblings, aunts, cousins, best friends since we were in daisies. hurt. But I also had a refreshed feeling, if that makes sense. We've all heard that we are the culmination of the five people we spend the most time around, right? I would tell you in a previous episode, and I don't remember which one it was, but it was definitely from last year. There was an episode I did of like, who's on your board? And I talked about those five people and those five people are on your board, right? Like they are your board of directors for your personal life. 
you better fucking know who you're hiring. I had the wrong people on my board. I had some of the right people in my life, but they weren't on my board. (laughs) Because here's what I've come to realize this year. It's not about who you're actively, or I should say, it's not only about who you're actively going back and forth and interacting with, right? But it is also about whose energy you are absorbing. I had the energy of several people who had been in my life for many, 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 many years. And their energy did not support what I was doing, who I was, or where I was going. And it became time that I knew I needed to sever those ties. Every single one of them would tell me they want me to succeed. But then the way that they challenged me would show otherwise. So here's the thing. One of the very last conversations I had with one of my dear friends who I have not spoken with in, in several weeks, um, she said to me, why do you think you don't have friends left from high school? Why do you think I'm the only one? My response is because I outgrew them. Her answer was because I don't give a fuck about the advice that anyone gives me. I do what I want. And when someone tells me something I don't like, I write them off. That's her view on how this goes. My view is very different. Because what I learned is I've spent the past year really, really working on myself and really working on my communication skills. What I learned is as my communication skills improve, when I look at those in my life for the longest amounts of time, I have the poorest amount of communication with. And by that, what do I mean? I mean we talk at each other. We do not talk with each other. The skill level is such that if we don't agree then we can't attempt to see it from somebody else's standpoint. The standpoint is such that if we don't agree, every single conversation we have, I'm going to come back and try to change your mind. That's not how I communicate with anyone else. That side of communication skills is preserved because it's trauma bonded. I don't know how to communicate healthy with these people, And most likely, that's not something that we're going to get to. And when I'm saying, well, why do you think I write off what you're saying and I get mad? I get mad because I'm not feeling heard. I get mad because nobody is taking the time out to say, I don't get it, but clearly you feel really passionate about this. So... You should do that. That's not how these conversations are going. Mm -hmm. 
This is where my family imploded back in August. When I said I was moving and they were not happy. And even though I had a plan, they couldn't hear my plan because they were so upset. And it didn't fit with their plan. No matter how many times I've repeated over and over that I am truly happy with the way my relationship with AC is, they will continue to try to change my mind and tell me I am not. So when I finally get angry and I finally cut it off and I finally say that's enough, it's to preserve my own mental health. It's to preserve my own feelings of peace. And for a moment, after she said that to me, I got, I, I sit back and I get reflective and I start thinking like, is that really what I'm doing? Is that really how I am? I've, I heard from every single person in my family how I do not take any responsibility for my life. I do not take any accountability and I just pass off the blame. Now, I do not feel that that's what I do. But again, here's what I've learned. I've learned the trauma bonding. The way I interact and relate to those people, my family and my closest, closest friends, is unlike the way I relate to other people. We've never gotten past me being a spoiled, rotten 15-year-old kid. I've never grown up to them. And, and that's okay. But as I sit back and I reflect, I know that the way that they feel is their perceptions of me. And you know what else I know? I hold on so tightly to how they feel and I so badly want to change their mind that so long as they are in my circle in any capacity, I'm holding myself back because I want them to see my worth before I put it out to the rest of the world. I want them to believe in me before I put it out for everyone else. They're never going to. They're never going to. They are never going to see my worth. It doesn't matter how sad that makes me because it doesn't matter that that they should believe in me and see my worth beyond anybody else. They are never going to. And I have to let it go. So I cut all communication. I blocked all parties in my phone, on my social media channels. And I did so to preserve myself. I did so because the things that were said to me were so hurtful and proved so much that they don't know me or understand me or want to know or understand me that it was the only thing left I could do. Now,
Why is that so important? Because I am going into this year with a very small group of people in my corner, with a very small group of people who I turn to. I have in my corner who I trust, who I share, who I look to for guidance and advice. I have two Kristens, a Jill, and AC. And that's it. And I will tell you this, when I look at their lives, when I look at their businesses, when I look at who they are as people, who they are working to become, each and every one of them has a hand up on me in one or more than one ways. Each and every one of them gives me something to strive for. It's a beautiful thing. And the reason this is playing so prevalent in my mind right now is because I had seen a inspirational post on a friend's page. And it said, make sure that your circle includes people who will tell you no. Are you sure? Have you thought about it this way? That was inappropriate. We have to have people in our circles who will push back, who will challenge, and who will therein make us better, all from a place of love. So those were all the same things that my family was telling me, right? But they weren't telling it to me from a place of love. They were telling it to me from a place of misunderstanding, frustration, jealousy, wanting me to fit in with the crowd. They weren't telling it to a place to me after making me seem feel seen and validated. My two Kristens, my Jill and my AC, each and every one of them. I feel seen, I feel heard, I feel validated. I feel that there is full compromise on both ends. What a beautiful thing that is, to have a relationship that is full give and take. So today, I want you to sit back and I want you to think about the people in your life. I want you to curate them the way that you would curate your social media. And I don't know when the last time I talked about curating social media is, but we should do do an episode on that because that's a whole topic in itself. I want you to think about who makes you feel good even when they tell you something bad, even when they're telling you that the idea you just had sucked, even when they're telling you you're fucking crazy. They make you feel good. They make you feel seen. They make you feel heard. Who are those people in your life? 
Who are the people that you feel like you're constantly spinning your wheels? Who are the people that secretly, you might not say it out loud, but when you really think about it, you are scared of their judgment when you hit success. You are scared of what they will think or what they will say if you put out there what was really going through your mind. And I want you to think about what level you need those relationships to be at. For me, where I am right now in my journey, I needed them to be gone. Is it forever? I don't know. I don't know. But for right now, I can't have a little bit. I can't have it sprinkled in and throughout because I'm not solid enough yet there. I'm still figuring it out right? In time, maybe, maybe in time, like holidays and stuff will be fine. But right now today, it's not. And I have to protect me. I still have a lot of anger that until I can figure out how to let go of my anger, until I can figure out what I need from those relationships to keep myself feeling healthy and safe, I need it to be over. And that's okay. Because for the first time in 41 years, I am doing what I fucking need. With no apology. None. I refuse. What do you need? Who do you need to minimize contact with? Who do you need to stop contact with? Who do you need more contact with? Think about it. Think about whose energy, even if they're not saying any words, whose energy is draining you, even when they're not around. Who messages or calls you and when you see it, you're like, oh, that's how you know. Stop. Stop it now. Choose you. All of this, everything around the people in our life, that comes down to our worthiness and our boundaries. That's pillars two and three. Do those people make you feel worthy? Do they respect your boundaries? Do you need to keep reminding them of your boundaries? Because let me tell you, the people in your life, you should not need to continue to remind you of your boundaries. Not at all. Think about it. Meditate on it. Put it on paper. And then think about what you need to do to make the changes that you deserve. Because let me tell you, I am going into this year with completely different feelings than I've ever had in the past. And 98% of those feelings come back and relate back to the fact that I have cut out the dead energy in my life and I fucking deserve it and so do you so on that note go sparkle